earnest and ready to yell support. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to of the northern beaches to a very merry Christmas edition of the Screaming Eagles podcast, the only manly podcast to be blocked by the manly seagulls on Instagram. I'm your ho-ho-ho host, Ben, and joining me in Santa's workshop is the tiniest and hairiest elf of all, Cyrus. Yo! So, intro's a little bit quicker now, one third quicker, in fact. Yep. Just get straight into it. Yeah, don't have to listen to... uh... What killer's weird, wonderful week? Booyah! <laughs> Booyahs has uh, brought us. 
Well, what's been what's been uh, happening at Aldi over over Christmas? Um, so we're only we're only a couple of oh god, we're only actually four days away, aren't we? Or I think it's like four yeah. days away. Yeah. I still haven't done. I've done the classic thing of. I'm not working at the moment. Oh, I've got plenty of time for... Man, I'm going to fucking piss these presents in this year. Like, I've got so much time. I don't need to worry. I don't need to do anything. And then all of a sudden, it's four days away. <laughs> I haven't done a fucking thing. Yep. And and far too late to get into that shop. <laughs> it is far too late. So now I'm thinking... Now I'm thinking of presents that I can get, like, a printout of. Like, you know, like blown. 10... 10 visit to a yoga or, you know, yoga workshop or something and you oh. just print out the coupon. So you don't need to leave the house. Don't have to, don't have to leave the house, yeah. Yep. So something old, like that. Are you going to do the old one for Julia? Like, kind of like, huh, you've got yourself one free back rub. <laughs> I have done them before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have done them yeah, a like, long time ago, though. That was that would be before kids, before even marriage. She got an envelope with, I even did little graphics mm. and foot rub, back rub, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You may give me a blowjob. You know, yeah, they, on, on, those ones didn't get used, funnily enough. Yeah, on, <laughs> on any given day, you can redeem this voucher for one blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't actually seen that since um, The Bachelorette. One of one of the contestants, Michael, the the faux uh, soccer player that like once, oh, wasn't? once played yeah, soccer yeah, once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, he he was well on to the uh, the high school. You are owed one hug. So you know I'm going on to do that, right? Yeah, I know. I actually, when I heard about that, my all-time favourite show is Survivor. I know, right? Yeah. And I was offered that and The Bachelor, and I took The Bachelor. (laughs) If someone had told me four years ago you're going to be have a choice between Survivor and The Bachelor, and you're going to take The Bachelor, I would have slapped them, kicked them. Yeah. You know. And then I would have come back the next day and done it all again. Yeah. And here I am doing it. But anyway, it's all good. If anyone's listening who works on The Bachelor, can't wait to get on it. Yeah, get those roses. Get that rose ceremony going. Yeah, yeah. I choose you. Blake Garvey, love rat. Love rat. <laughs> Look what he did to our oh, Sam Frost. Poor Sam Frost. She was just after love. And then yeah. Blake Garvey, the love rat, came in. Just. It was just his voice that got him across the line. Yeah, it was. Mm, deep, salty voice. <laughs> oh, like a black John Laws. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cyrus, uh, it's been uh, it's been three months yep. since we last recorded. Yep. Uh, that's why we're a little bit rusty, and this is the second time we've done the intro because I actually forgot to press record the first time around. Yep. I was too busy trying to get into my ho-ho hosting. <laughs> Um, so what have you been up to? Oh, I already know the answer, but oh, no, no, for no, the seven no. people, for the magnificent seven who are listening, maybe they they might have yeah, vague interest. Big, big shout out to yeah. the magnificent seven. Uh, had another kid, so mm. that was that was probably the highlight of the three months. Little Willow came in, happy, healthy, very chilled out little kid, which is good because it kind of offsets the the hurricane, which is the older one. Mm. Um, and yeah, just kind of yeah had had time off for that, which was really nice. Did a lot of gardening and just kind of you know. The lawn's nice. looking very nice. It's yeah, mm. really, really good. Um, you can see the the eagle nest had a little bit of a renovation. Yeah, you got chairs. a big screen TV in here now, which is pretty sweet. Yep, yep, got that. So yeah, so just kind of did that, and then eating a lot of cucumbers. Yeah, it's, yeah. We uh, why cucumbers? Planted planted some cucumber plants. Not really. Exp- it was kind of like. 
We've had pumpkins before. We've done we've done like bits and pieces. Don't pumpkins you... go? Don't they like? Aren't pumpkins like? They're like panda bears. Like they shouldn't like they shouldn't really exist. Like don't they go rotten? Like if you leave them on the ground for yeah. like a day yeah. too long, and yeah. it's just like yeah. you just go, oh, these vegetables shouldn't exist. Just like yeah. pandas, you got to play, you know, sexy music and like say actually have no desire to actually have sex so you've yep. got to really put them in the mood yep, yep. you've got to give them vouchers yeah <laughs> <That's> <laughs> redeem this voucher. Right. Um, one bamboo stick and yeah, a back rub. we've never had great success with like fruit or vegetables like you know you've had tomatoes and they've all been like almost inedible because we didn't kind of like you know do all the didn't piss on them and, yeah all that kind of stuff mm. that, like a lot of the time someone who's like career life and family history is, mm. is growing tomatoes or they've Chan- got Italian blood in them or they've got Italian blood chances are their tomatoes are going to be better than yours mm. and just because you had them in your own backyard like you get like the granola credentials like oh yeah I grew them myself <laughs> but then they're just like yeah. water water puffs yeah right so we've had not a lot of success but this cu- we, we put in two cucumber plants and they which are just meant to be water puffs so you can't go wrong there no right? they're really they're really good really but they have just gone like fucking are they ta- are you talking about the big mandingo ones or are you no, talking about so... the little twink it's, <laughs> it's about the little twink enough, lebanese cucumbers yeah it's it's halfway in between it's not it's not a uh, telegraph and it's not a, tw- a twink it's a um it's some other one it's kind of spiky Almost looks like the Chinese cucumber, oh. those, those sour melons. Yeah, right. But it's not. It's just, it's exactly like a leb yeah. cucumber. But, yeah. Um, yeah, they grow to about like kind of 20, 25 centimetres, kind of. So a little bit longer than your Lebanese. Okay. But um, holy shit, like it's, it was just kind of like, oh, there's there's one coming up. Two days later, it went from like a little chode, just kind of like, you know, hanging underneath a leaf. Yeah. To like a full-blown Lexington steel. <laughs> Just, just two days later, left. Yeah, right. And um, and then yeah, and then after that, it turned into like a full-on anabolic, um, anabolic all-in fifty blokes bukaki. Oh, it's just it turned gang, just, it's just, just bukaki. It's just a bukaki bush. Yeah, it's bukaki bush. There is cucumbers coming out of every nook and cranny on this thing. It's taken over the garden, and there's just. It's just just a sea of cucumbers. Yeah, I'll wow. Give some to you on the way out. Yeah, I'll pickle they're them. Good. Yeah, yeah, they're good. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, so that's me. And, and and yourself, Ben. What have you heard up to? Oh, mate, I've been getting into a bit of trouble. Like it normally, you know, I, I found that coming into um, the eagle's nest once a week, it just became a good way to come in and just shoot the shit and get things off your chest. And and I haven't had that for the last couple of months. <laughs> oh, so. Shit. I was okay for the first month because I was working and I was pretty, you know, pretty busy. I was all right there actually for the first couple of months. But the last month, I've been going a little bit like fucking stir crazy because I hurt my back at work. So I've kind of having to just take it easy around the house. And there's been all this stuff happening in football and I haven't been able to talk to anyone about oh, it. Yeah. So I was jumping on... So I've been jumping on Twitter and just oh. trying to start a conversation. Like I just wanted someone to respond to me. Like I was just like, and I'd forgotten about Sil. I don't know how, but I've forgotten about the silvertails.net. Mm. So I was on, I was on Twitter and I was on Instagram. I was just trying to get something going, and um, and uh, someone asked Gus Gould something because Gus Gould I don't know on Twitter, but Gus Gould gets on Twitter at about seven o'clock at night, mm. and he just goes hard for three hours. Just answering questions non-stop. Really? And people just come in from other clubs and ask Gus about their clubs. Like Newcastle Knights person will come in and ask because he's the only person in the NRL who 
actually responds on Twitter. Right, right. You know? Yeah. So anyway, someone was saying something um, about Manly and their latest signing, and they said, oh, I'm surprised they can get all these guys in on the cap. And then Gus, instead of just going, well, yeah, they've probably worked out a few things, some people are back end. He just wrote some snide remark going, salary cap? Well, I don't think they've ever heard of that, you know, suggesting that we've gone over. Mm-hmm. I kind of, that, I thought that was a little out of line considering he's a Channel 9 commentator plus he is a president of Panthers or whatever yeah, the yeah. fuck his role is. I, I didn't think he should be saying shit like that. So anyway, so I jumped on Twitter and I said to Gus, not all of us are lucky enough to, uh, for our play catchment to be Mount Druitt where you can sign players Uh-oh. for a bag of ice and a slushy. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. And he wrote oh, back... Shit. Were you under how... the Screaming Eagles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and he right. goes, how, how ignorant are you? Why don't you come around and you can get in my car and I'll drive you around Mount, Mount Druitt and you'll see how ignorant that, that um, post was. And then everyone jumped on. Everyone was jumping on going, yeah, Screaming Eagles, you go. <laughs> just started just giving us such shit. We're giving me such shit. They're going, yeah, you fucking, why don't you, why don't you go and say that to Mark Guy and see what he has to say about it. You oh, fucking no. smash ya. And I was like, oh, my God. So I just wrote back to, I just wrote back to Gus going, mate, if you can't, if you can't, you know, if you can't take it, don't dish it out, mate. And he wrote back saying, I'm sick of you. You've got the IQ of a pot plant. <laughs> so I wrote back saying, so what you're saying is I could be the mayor of Mount Druitt. <laughs> and then he wrote back and then he just said, oh, you're, you bore me. I'm sick of this. You're blocked. And then he blocked me. So we, the Screaming Eagles are now officially bought like Gus Gould. Right, right. right yeah. And then um, I was on Instagram about a week ago and there was a picture of uh, Jaded because they've been up at Coffs Harbour training, oh, yeah, yeah, doing yeah, their little yeah, training yeah. run. Mm-hmm. And there was a picture of um, Jaden Hodges doing, doing triangle and black... taking a dump, <laughs> taking a dump behind a tree. <laughs> Just like that fetching, kind of a tennis, fetching a tennis ball. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a picture of Jaden Hodges and Blake Leary and someone on the Instagram saying, what the, and someone literally wrote, what the fuck is Hodges doing there? I thought we let him go. And I just, I just wrote underneath, and I didn't really think about it. But I just wrote, "Well, we have, but no one's had the heart to actually tell him, and he just keeps turning up." Right? Now, the thing is, I would have written that, no matter who. If someone ran Tommy Simons, I thought we let him go. I'd have said we had, like, oh, you know yeah, what I mean. It wasn't, it wasn't directed directly at Hodges. Mm. It was just they set it up, so I had to fucking take a swing yeah. at it. Yeah. Right underneath, like second later. Daily Cherry Evans comes in and right. Manly Seagulls, can you please block the Screaming Eagles? He's nothing but trouble. And then, and then George Tafua got in there going, yeah, block him. <laughs> what? Who's it? Who oh, is my it? God. So, we, so now aware of us. That, that means that DC knows who we are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he's blocked us. He's already blocked us on Instagram. But yeah, yeah, yeah. His mama, his ma, his mama, yo, his mama, his mother gave us a serve, well, gave me a serve on Instagram. Saying what? When he signed for the Titans, I wrote a thing on Instagram saying, uh, just from now on, the Titans now have copyrighted uh, the word cherry, so can we please not use it anymore? Uh, something, I can't exactly, it was, you know, it was almost a year ago, I can't remember, she wrote back saying, 
you've lost the plot. You're blocked. <laughs> Just blocked me. So I was like, oh, okay. Because she used to follow us. Right. Because so she used to like all the pictures I used to put up of photoshopping of Daily Cherry Evans and everything on the right. Instagram account. So anyway... So anyway, so George and I just wrote back going, uh, that's not really fair, Daly. I'm, there's, there's a lot more to me than just trouble. I, I do enjoy romantic walks along the beach as well. <laughs> and, then, and then I went back five minutes later and sure enough, fucking Manly Seagulls have blocked me and deleted all my posts and everything like that. So we're now... The Manly Seagulls podcast is blocked. <laughs> Manly Seagulls Instagram... If it wasn't for the fact that they really put nothing up there, all they do is tell you that when sales are going on for jerseys and things like that, and anything you can get on there, you get it on Twitter and and uh, and Facebook anyway, so it's uh, not a big deal. But I just yeah. thought it was pretty funny that you know we happen to get I blocked. Just, I just think it's great that Pete, like that that someone even acknowledged us. Well, I, but here's the thing, like, um, oh, we get acknowledged a fair bit. Nate Miles said something to me the other day on Instagram and anyway, but but here's the thing that I, it didn't bother me because like I said, look, in, Daly's already blocked me. George has blocked me. Jamie Bure has blocked me. You know what I mean? There's that sort of, gra- I just don't think, obviously, cl- clearly they don't have a sense of humour when it comes to that sort of stuff, you know what yeah. I mean? And that's fine they're different people than, than you and I and that, that, that's yeah. fine. It doesn't mean anything. It's not, it doesn't mean I don't appreciate them as a footballer. I still, I put, you know, I put 20 bucks on, I mean, it's not a lot of money, but I put 20 bucks on DCE to win Daily M. Yeah. I think he's paying 15 bucks, you know what I mean? So, you know, and I still hope he does well. And, and same with Jamie and same with, you know, yeah, George yeah. Defoe, I love George Defoe. Just because they don't like me doesn't mean I don't like them as football players, you know what I mean? It's just that they're clearly, I just don't think they've got a, much of a sense of humour about themselves, maybe. But yeah, I, I think it must but, be hard when they've got such direct access to fans. But, but here's the thing that bothers me. Here's the thing mm. that bothers me. People are constantly writing to them on Instagram saying, oh, Daily, like asking questions, oh, Daily, how's your shoulder? Or, oh, George, how's you doing? Or, hey, can you just say hi? I'm a big fan. Think. They never fucking reply. Ever. Mm, mm. Right? Mm. And that would be fine. You're just like, ah, oh, they're probably not on there or whatever, you know. But all they do is reply to each other's Instagram. Like, George DeFour will say something to Daily Cherry Evans and he'll say something back and blah, 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 and Tommy Simons or Jamie Bureau, you know. They're all into it. But if someone tries to come in and go, oh, hey, guys, I'm a huge fan, good luck, no one says jack shit to them. So you kind of think, oh, okay, well, they're not paying attention or they're not really. But then they clearly are because when I write something, they're fucking all over it like shit on a stick. Mm. So it's kind of, I don't know, it's just kind of, it just seems a bit weird to me. It's just kind of like, if you don't want to interact with people, then don't do it. Then don't set up, like, don't be on social media then. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you don't want to hear or have to interact with people or you don't want to hear someone make a joke or you don't want to hear anything, then, then why are you on there? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, it just seems... I mean, I, that's what I think about it. It just like seems a bit general. weird, that's all. I mean, it, like I said, it doesn't bother me, but I remember just thinking it's just kind of weird that they... They've got all these people giving them positive feedback and they don't say jack shit to them. I, I put in a joke that might have been a bit negative and they're all over it. They respond to that. Yeah, so they're just yeah. kind of like hovering, watching to make sure everyone's saying positive things. It's, yeah. I don't know. It seemed a bit, a little bit. But anyway. So that's, uh, so, so that's anyway, that's what I've been doing, getting Sweet. blocked on Instagram. Um, I want a no-grain diet. Mm. Yeah, went on that. Not paleo. 
But no grain. What, like... Well, no grain. The, in the good ones? Uh, Hang on a sec. When you say no grain, is this a new way of saying gluten-free? No, no, no. No. You still eat gluten? No, I don't... Yeah, I don't think... I don't, I don't, I don't know what gluten is. No. I think it's just a buzz word. Like, like give 110%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, like a... you know, go to the max or something. Yeah, I think it's yeah. just something that people say and don't really know what it is. Yeah. Um. But basically, I'm trying to cut any. Oh, I'm trying to cut out anything that, as soon as you eat it, it converts to sugars. I'm try, basically what I'm doing is cutting out sugars because I've been, I've cut out, I've cut out like you know sugar, really? processed sugars as well. What about the yeah. uh, the the cider? That you well, yeah, the cider. Obviously, you got cheats this time of the year, yeah, yeah. but I'm drink. But I am actually drinking ciders now, not beer, because beer there's obviously wheat. Oh, so you are drinking ciders? So this is this is actually yeah. So it's worked out quite well. When you said yeah, when you said I've only got ciders, I was like, fuck, you're playing my tune. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so I'm doing that. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, and neither here nor there. Any benefits from it? Like uh, I'm I'm okay. thinking a lot clearer. Really? Yeah. Were you thinking because do you know what I think this? Yeah, that, I was too clear. <laughs> <laughs> my zingers, my zingers were coming through too quick. Yeah, right, <laughs> that was a problem. Right. No, but I just think that when you eat, um, w- w- when you eat like carbs and because I'm not eating potatoes as well, but anything like that, I just think it fills you up. Yeah. And when you're really full, I think it just takes a lot of blood and energy away from your brain type of thing it just yeah. like i'm just making stuff up but that's kind of what yeah, i kind I mean, of I feel yeah. because when i'm not eating that i never feel i don't feel hungry but i don't feel really full either yeah so like i just kind of feel like i'm in the i feel like i'm in the zone right you know what i mean that 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 perfect moment probably two hours after you've eaten and you're not hungry you're not full you're just in the zone i just feel like i'm in the zone all the time now and so and so you're you're like what spending a lot of like kind of it's expensive. Energy. Oh, so I wasn't uh, necessarily yeah. cost, but you're just spending a lot of energy thinking about what's going into your body at the moment. Yeah. yeah. And I, to be honest, I think my, I think a large part of the benefit is that when you go out, you don't just get, you're not getting takeaways, you don't get, you don't go, oh, I'll just quickly grab because you can't because nowhere other than home, it's hard to get yeah. stuff, so... But it's expensive, like, you know, eating lots of, they say to eat, you know, eating nuts and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. You know, and I don't really like nuts. The only nuts I like are macadamias. Oh, yeah. So that's, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like 15 bucks a pop. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're getting into that, a lot of eggs and stuff like that. So yeah, you might you have to get chickens. Yeah, you might have to get some chickens. Yeah. Man, it came awfully close to buying a house, eh? Oh, yeah? Whereabouts? In Petersham. Ah, you're still looking over there. Well, we're looking everywhere, but uh, yeah. It sounds like you're looking over there. But it was good. It was a big backyard, so we could have had chickens in it. That was one of the things oh, that was yeah, kind of like yeah. cool, yeah. So anyway, so doing that, uh, saw a couple of movies, saw the new James Bond, Spectre. Any good? Yeah. yeah. The I, first I, I, three quarters yeah. is good. Yeah. And then in the end, it's just like, uh, 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 what? A double cross, a bad No, agent. it's not even that. He works out who the villain is. Right, he works out where the villain is, and his plan is to get on a train and catch a train to where the villain lives in his big evil compound with the chick. Obviously, he's got to bring the girl with him because mm. that wouldn't be fun mm. unless he had someone to protect. Um, gets on the train. The villain sent one of his henchmen to kill him. Uh, he manages to fight off the henchman at the last sort of second and kill him. On the train? Yeah, on oh, the train. sounds very... Um, I think there was a lot... There's, there's Jaws. Jaws. Yeah, he fought Jaws on uh, Moonraker. Moonraker, yeah. yeah. Um, 
And I think also um, Live and Let Die. I think he fought the guy with the claw on Live and Let Die, Roger Moore. Yeah, also at the, at the start of, um, is it Quantum Souls or whatever, he gets shot and falls off the truck. Oh, yeah, no, that wasn't... that wasn't The one before that. There was, there was the, that was the last one. Whichever one that one was. was Go, uh, uh, not Goldeneye. Um, Skyfall. Skyfall. Yeah. Skyfall. Woeful. Oh, I didn't mind Skyfall. Oh. But anyway, so he so then he gets to the train station. They hang out there for like half a day, and then a car comes sent by the villain to pick him up and bring them to the lair. Right there, it's a bit weird. It's like, well, if you wanted him to come to the where, lair because you wanted to meet him, why did you send a henchman in the first place to kill him on the train? But anyway, so then he gets there, and the and the and the evil guy goes, "Oh, welcome! So glad to finally meet you. Isn't this wonderful? Uh, I'll need your gun, though, of course, before I let you into the evil lair." And he goes, "Okay," gives him the gun, and then the henchman tells him his evil plan, hits him on the back of the head. He passes out. He wakes up. Connected and, to a laser and it's coming well, no, he's, up through his crutch. Well, no, he's connected to a chair yeah. where there's a whole bunch of little um, uh, scr- uh, fucking drills drilling into, about to drill into his head. Mm. And you just kind of think, where, where's the plan? So your plan was to go out there and just get captured. What? What the fuck? And yeah. now you're captured and you're shocked that you're captured. I just like, what what? I don't understand. I, I don't know James Bond movies. Uh, back, back. It was just weird. It was just weird. It just didn't. Yeah. When I when I realised that like. So it's like you didn't even go in with a plan. Yeah. But they're, they're they're fanciful, very expensive, fanciful excuses to have car chases and stuff like that. Yeah, which were all think, great. No, no, I think it's good. Yeah. But I think that as a as a um, what's it called? Like not a trilogy, but like as a, as a series, mm. it was something that you always could rely on that it would have good production value, mm-hmm. have like good fight sequences, yeah, kind of like. You know, kind of like good action yep. films, and then the rest of action films caught up, and then James Bond is just like a, a little bit of white noise in in a, in a really, you know, kind of like fast yeah. kind of, yeah. of like big action films. Yeah. And like. So, you know, if cars are your thing, like car chases, you think there's now like whole whole Fast and the Furious, Fast and but like there's just there's just mm. fucking anything. There's Born Identities. Mm. There's, and suddenly James Bond is just what it is. It's just kind of like mm. a kind of a dumb spy kind of thing. Well, I mean, yeah. it kind of is. I, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen one that actually the the plot made real kind of sense. Like in, in, in the the modern James Bond, like the one that's say post Dalton. I haven't mm. seen one that actually I was like, oh yeah, it's actually like a doomsday kind of thing with the proper villain that's going to take down the world, and you know, and, and it's almost almost plausible. Mm. Yeah, what was the last one? Like, oh yeah, we've like dammed up a water supply in 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 like in like a dry country. That's quantum of solace, though. That was terrible. No, I know. Yeah, I know. but yeah. what I'm saying is like, there's there's it just seems that like there's a whole slew of them. It's mm. just kind of like, yeah. Yeah, look, I don't, I don't, I don't count down the days until the next John Bond, James Bond comes out. Yeah, but it's kind of like, yeah, I got the day off. It's a Tuesday. It's half oh, price. Yeah, I'll yeah, go and yeah. see. Yeah, and the, the, the movie I was counting down the days too, of course, yeah. was Star Wars. Though. Oh, how was it? It's good. Yeah, yeah. It's been. It's too early. That's my yeah. Oh yeah, I'm still going on this one, but I'll have another one to say. Yeah. Um, it's too early. I don't want to talk about it because there's probably people listening to this who haven't seen it. Well, I haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't want to go. Are you are you going to see it though? Oh, absolutely. Oh, you Not are at the movies because I have children. Um, but I'll, I'll see it like, yeah. soon. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, good. I just uh, you don't need to tell me the storyline, but look, it it's, it's it was it, it's hard to it's hard to say good or bad. I mean, I'd have to say it's good. Yes, mm. I, I enjoyed it, but it's more of a sense of relief. It's like, oh, thank God, it just wasn't terrible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was yeah. just like, so I'm going to go and see it again because I think the whole time I was just worried. Oh my God, what is this? Is, just, is this where Jar Jar Binks comes back? Yeah. What if what if they've tried and put in a lot of shots of Han Solo running and he's just got that old man run and he can't really do it? And oh my yeah. God, because that was the, I think that was one of the problems with the Indiana Jones film. Is oh, apart yeah. from the whole film, but yeah. just watching him trying to run, I yeah. just couldn't. You know, he got that old man run where his mm. elbows go up really high, mm. and he tries to create pace through his, <laughs> through his arms, and you're kind of going, "Mate, your arms, you got to use your legs as well." Yeah. <laughs> and you've got old man legs, and it's just, and it's fair enough. He's like 72 or something. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not bagging it out, but then you got to pick, you got to pick your moments. You got to pick yeah. your action. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll just say this isn't a spoiler at all. Mm. Right, I think we all know Chewbacca's in this film, right? Uh, I don't it's, even is is it after Return of the Jedi? It's like thirty years after Return of the Jedi. So the the, the galaxy is at peace after. Well, you no, know, you see it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. No, 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 what I'm saying. So like, so uh, just fill me in. So yeah, yeah. the Return of the Jedi is yeah. that that like they have prevailed. Good has prevailed. Yeah. And so it's just thirty years after that. Yeah. What 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 has happened post yeah. that thirty years? Okay. Yeah. So when you say, has peace prevailed... No, 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 I don't necessarily mean that. I think, I I think all you've got to ask yourself is, after World War II, was there... Did peace prevail after that? Well, no. No. It was probably only, what, six years later, there was the Korean War, and then, you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. Like, And that's what I like about this. It's not like some fairy tale where you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, after Return of the Jedi, everyone was... That was it. It was fucking honey and honey and milk yep. for thirty years. You know what I mean? It's like, no, nah, it's realistic. Probably good for a few years there, and then yeah, it all started going to shit again. Because once one evil power goes down, someone has to come yeah. and fill the void. You know, it's just it's like life, Cyrus. It's like life. It's like, it's like the Middle East. Yeah, it is like the Middle East. Mm. Um, so the things that I enjoyed were things that it was the it was those little things that. People like myself, and probably a lot of people. I'm, I don't think I'm a. I don't think I'm the biggest Star Wars fan out there. Mm. But it's things like Chewie's crossbow. Mm. Now, in Return of the Jedi and all those, he has his crossbow, right? Mm. And it's a kind of a big, cumbersome-looking thing, mm. and it just fires like a normal laser gun. Yeah, like it does about weird. as much damage as everyone else as Han's little gun. Mm-hmm. And you think. Why is he carrying that around? Like, I always thought, why has he got this big bloody thing? And all it does is just as much damage as to his little piddly yeah, it's gun. Boat, it's no, yeah, so it's, why yeah. why bother carrying it around? Like, it just mm. seems cumbersome and yeah. In this one, they make it powerful. So he shoots it yeah. and the, hits a stormtrooper, and the stormtrooper gets thrown back. Right. They shoot it, he'll shoot it at the ground, and he'll take out a couple of guys. Right. So it's kind of like a shotgun type yeah, of effect. Yeah, 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 so yeah. It's, it's things like that where you know JJ, the yeah. director's kind of been like me going, oh, that's a bit weird, isn't it? Like, mm. why? And he's going, oh, let's make it fucking powerful. And that makes sense then why you would mm. carry around this big mm. fucking thing. You know what I mean? 
So it's kind of little things like that, which is um, which they've tweaked and they've put in there, and it's kind of cool, you know, like that kind of stuff. I kind of like. I think that's actually quite important in films. Yeah, is that like kind of your your, your T's and your I's are crossed and dotted. And, and I think that's why. And I think that's great why George Lucas has stepped aside and let somebody else do it because I reckon like George probably thinks about it as a lot, mm. but there the fans. I guarantee yeah. think about Star Wars more than George Lucas does. Like, I'm sure they actually know more than about Star Wars than he does, you know. Yeah. And he can pull out his pen and at a, in a blink of an eye he can write things and we all got to go along with it because he's, the you know, mm. the creator and everything. But I think, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just think things like that, which are kind of, yeah, things like that are kind of cool. Well, definitely well worth saying. Yeah, okay. Um, and uh, the look of it and everything I thought was quite good. Obviously, there's a couple of... Did they hold back on that? A couple of things that kind of annoyed me. I don't think it's a spoiler, so I just couldn't say. I don't. I don't like the John, the actor John Boy Boyaga. Don't know the main guy, like the black guy. Uh, anyway, he's. I think I know. Is he yeah. the one that came out as the black stormtrooper? Yeah. Oh, right. He's a little over the top in some things. Yeah, he's a comedy actor, isn't he? No, no, I don't think he's a comedy actor. No. But he's kind of like, wow, wee, woo, like yeah. this a little bit, a little bit over the top, where everyone else is quite, you know, Harrison Ford and all that, you know, they just kind of play it cool, you know what I mean? And the chick who's in it's really good. Yeah. She just plays it, he's a bit like, I'm not going to say Jar Jar Binks because he's not that bad. He's not, he's, not, he's not bad, he doesn't ruin the film, but I just thought he could pull it back a little bit, yeah. you know what I mean? But Did they, um, did they, did they do that thing that, um, where they were with the CGI... You lose track of like kind of action sequences no. where they just everything spins no. around and you just kind of like, oh, I give up. I just no. don't care anymore. No, oh, it's so. really they use the CGI sparingly. I think I could be wrong, but realistically, there's only one CGI character in the whole thing. This little midget girl no. character, which realistically, I they could have done. They didn't have to use the CGI. But they've put they put a lot of real effects in there. The characters, oh, yeah. most you know, I've got to say, like ninety percent of the characters are all people in rubber suits and yeah. shit like that, which is you can really, yeah, really yeah, tell the difference. Yeah. You know see, I think that, that's I, I didn't even see the Attack of the Clones. I, I buy the buy the second one of the and all the all the, the sets are real. You know what I mean? It looks real. It's not just like yeah, those those first those three ones that just came out, everything just looked fake. Mm. Because it looked fake, you never really got into it. You never really immersed yourself in it. It was like watching a Pixar film. Yeah. And they're fine. Like yeah. Toy Story, all them, they're all good, great, enjoy them. But they're not. It's like watching a. It was like watching a, a Star Wars cartoon. Mm. You know, oh great, interesting, but you don't. It doesn't have the same effect. No, I'm with you. Yeah. I, I I found that you know that those those scenes where you have like the stormtroopers or whatever they were mm. in those early ones, those kind of robots, and there's just like they're just kind of like marching in like kind of by the thousands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just CGI. It's just yeah. It, it, that everything's fake. Like mm. you know, and and a lot of the actors are talking about you know that they're kind of acting off. You know, just like in a green screen, mm. with like an apple. Mm. Uh, an there's apple not, a there's not really any. The, the action is quite contained, I would say, mm, okay. in these ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't want to. I don't want to. Anyway, yeah. No, I don't want to spoil it. it but let's talk some rugby league. Yeah, I'm let's. Gagging. Let's get into it.
get into the foot let's get into a bit of footy talk now yep, we've been going for close to 40 minutes and, <laughs> and even, apart from getting blocked by a couple of players we haven't even really That's mentioned important. any footy so before we get into it i feel like i want to just um start by it's my, yeah, it's my chair yeah. um i want to start by just mentioning those who are no longer with us um, uh, you know, in the Academy Awards, they do an in-memoriam mm-hmm. type thing. Mm-hmm. So I figure that we could do um, those yep. who have departed. Yep, yep. <laughs> Foreign came through the juniors to become Manly's 5-8 in 2009. Winning a premiership and making the playoffs four years in a row wasn't enough for Kieran. Needing to experience the feeling of a wooden spoon, Kieran left Manly for power. Matt Ballon 
joined the club in 2007, went on to play 217 games. Known for his tough defence and rugged good looks, Matt was ultimately deemed too handsome for the locker room and joined the Tigers. James Hassan burst onto the field with a textbook knee to the chocks chest, the only highlight of 2015. <laughs> James joins Para, where he can knee chock every day at training. Justin Horro. Justin started his career in the Parramatta Ghettos, but went on to play 220, for Man 220 games for Manly. He will be missed by Mo. now plays in France. Jack Littlejohn. Spent his whole career waiting for DC or Foreign to leave. Once Foreign left, he then moved to the Tigers to sit behind two other young half combinations. Liggy Sao. Liggy Sao. Where did he come from and where did he go? I'll let the listeners Google that themselves. Michael Cheekham. So much promise, so much injuries. Only played five games for Manly, now plays for Tigers. Dynamis Louis. What can you say about a player like Dynamis? Chase Blair. Chase and Gunthinson were the future backline of the club. Like Gunthinson, he is no longer with the club. He is now a professional wrestler in Melbourne. No. Jesse Sanalefeo. <laughs> Played with more energy than a coked-up Titans player. Jesse will be greatly missed. We wish him all the best at Cronulla. Will Parcell. Never made it to first grade, but Ella will cry on her pillow every night for you. Clinton Gunthinson. 2015 with Gunthinson's year to prove he was more than just a haircut. He cut his hair, then blew out his knee. Are the two related? He now, he now drinks the Brad Arthur Kool-Aid at Parramatta. Peter Hiku. Peter to his enemies, but Petter to his friends. Petter played 61 games for Manly and played every position. He'll be greatly missed and we hope you don't get hooked on ice while playing in Mount Druitt. Thank you for your service to the club, Petter. You better be fucking worth it, Dylan Walker. They've given me so many uh, joyful, joyful reasons to scream at the TV. Moving on. So it's quite, I mean... I don't know that Cheekham had gone. Yeah, Cheekham left. Uh, was, I think he he played... Just, just, like, just quietly just kind of disappeared. Like the whole Hiku thing. So the parting guy was like, oh yeah, Hiku's left. What? It's it's quiet when it's the mm. season. Mm. People just kind of you know. Like uh, I, yeah, if you don't if you don't go after the stories, like I heard it probably about. It was still a shock to me because I heard it like two weeks out yeah. from when he actually left. Yeah, right. Okay. And apparently he got the call because he was touring with mm. the New Zealand team. Did you read all that kind yeah, of stuff? I read, yeah, I read it once. I heard it. I so he was touring with the New Zealand team, and on the way back, just before he jumped on the plane, he got a call from his agent saying. Yeah, find yep. somebody else. Go on. Yeah. Um, and same with Jesse San Lafayo. He. Um, Isn't he always, always going? No, that was horror. Yeah, horror. No, so Jesse, that was a bit of a shock, and I was a bit disappointed about I that. Him. I liked him. Um, and apparently, they just gave him a call and said, "Look, we just don't have a place for you anymore." And it yeah. gets it gets it gets to a point where it's a bit like. Um, 
you know, he he was looking for a club and couldn't find anyone. And so he was about to call them and just say, look, I can't find a club. Can I, can I come to training? Because that's the thing. At the end of the day, they can't make you leave. If you've got a contract, they have to pay it. Oh. So when they say you you go, what it means is you're going to be playing reserve grade. Yeah. And when you play reserve grade, your worth as a reserve your grade. worth yeah. is down. Yeah. And unless something happens where there's a whole lot of injuries, you're not going to be seen. And then when your contract runs out, you're not going to get picked up because you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. So. It is in their best interest to find it. If they can find another team mm. that will let them play first grade, then even if it's even if it's being paid a little bit more, uh, sorry, a little bit less, they'll take it because yeah, the yeah. best way, obviously, to get paid is to be playing yeah, first grade. You know, you want to first grade yeah, whole career, don't yeah. Be going and I, and that's kind of what I heard from from um, from that interview with with Petta was. He does. He, I think he's a bit upset, and I think he was sounded like he was a bit upset and a bit shocked. But at the same time, I don't think it was handled too terribly. I think, from what he said, is Barrett sat him down and just said, "Look, mate, at the end of the day, you're a centre, but or you well, you're a centre or you're a fullback, right? Yeah. We've got Brett Stewart as fullback for the next two years, and then." Unless something goes hor- something goes horribly wrong, we've got Travojevic ready to go in there. So, if you want to play fullback, this isn't really the club for you. Possibly centre, but those two guys are going to be playing for at least another year, two years. We're about to sign Dylan Walker, who's going to fill probably one of those centre positions if he doesn't take the five eighth role. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things, and it's just kind of like you're a representative player, and you're being stuck on the wing. You know, you could be a starting fullback for, mm-hmm. you know, there's probably about six or seven clubs out there who'd give you a starting starting position as a fullback. So, and I think he just, yeah, you know, and that's yeah. why it went. And he ended up going to Penrith, funnily enough, because that's Barrett's old team. So he probably put in a couple of phone calls and, yeah. you know, Gus probably doesn't have him blocked yet like he does with me. But Yeah, when I, when I read it, I, I it was one of those ones... Um, the comments down the bottom of it was like, just everyone was like, oh, where's the loyalty gone in this game? And oh, another grub move by, you know, grub people, you know, first you get rid of two of you. And I kind of, but I, I, having read the hey, article... we should probably call Killer yeah. for all this talk, do you reckon? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, but, you know, for all the stuff that I was expecting to kind of like, I was, I was expecting to kind of get angered by it, mm. I was pretty similar myself. It's like, well, yeah, I mean... You've got to, you've got to kind of like know if you're going to fit into a team. I think it's sad that, you know, that he, that he didn't, he didn't fit in. But yeah, you'd rather be like the the star fullback of a of a of a team than kind of like yeah. a guy that just kind of is like the fill in. Yeah. Killer. Hey, how's it going? Good, mate. We've um, took us a while to get into it. We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on. Oh gosh. We talked about. Star Wars and James Bond for the first 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I was going to ask you about Star Wars, but um, I didn't want to get away. You're legend. Have you, uh, have you seen it? Nah. No. Nah. Nah. Probably doesn't get up there for, what, another year and a half, maybe? <laughs> isn't there just a travelling, isn't there just a guy with a, like a horse-drawn carriage that just goes from town to town showing, <laughs> showing the movies? Well, I don't want to watch the can version. <laughs> hey, um... So we just we we started talking about footy. Yeah. How are you going, by the way? I'm good. Yeah. Good. I've just been um, it's uh, I've just been screening in my porch. 
You've been what? Screening my porch. Oh, like, right. Screening my whole porch. Yeah, right. It's a pretty big job. Yeah. But it's going to be worth it in the end. Yeah, have you got a mosquito problem up there? Oh, I guess the general, like, um, animal bug problem. Yeah. Yeah. Frogs. <laughs> just, like, just, like, giant frogs. There's, like, all kinds of fucking animals up here. Um, hey, so we're just talking about the footy. I just went through all the names of everyone who's left. Yeah, it's a long list. I tell you what, the, oh my God. the other the other list that I just heard from today, I was talking to Josh Massoud, you know, the um, journalist, yeah, yeah, Channel yeah. 7 journalist. He's saying Brenton Lawrence is oh. on the go. Yeah, to make way yeah. for John Walker. Um, and uh, Bureau as well. And apparently... Well, yeah, Star. Well, the thing about Brenton Lawrence is, I don't know about Starling, but the thing about Brenton Lawrence is, is that um, he wasn't invited up to the Coffs Harbour training. Oh, that's not very nice. No, that's what I thought. <laughs> that's a bit, that's a bit harsh, <laughs> poor bugger. And the funny thing is, here's the thing: it's like Brenton Lawrence wasn't said, no, 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 we don't want you to come up, right? Even though he is still signed with Manly, but. Justin Hodges gets gets a Guernsey. He was up there. Uh, what the... So they got three. They got three. They got three hookers up there, right? But they couldn't make room for poor old. Maybe they're worried they're going to do his back. Maybe maybe they're worried about workers' comp form. You know, he's going yeah, to do yeah, his yeah, back again yeah, while up there on that. training. But, um, they're obviously not worried about the RSPCA turning up. <laughs> yeah, it's cruel and unusual punishment to get a dog. Fucking running around in that heat up there. Yeah, fucking spaniels they don't, they don't go well up here. Mate, we I got I was gonna I was gonna send you a text. Uh, we were tempted to um to head on down. What's that? Were you tempted to go? We to head on down to Coffs Harbour because it's only like about a two hour drive, isn't it? Oh, you know what? It didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> well, because they they had exactly. I should have done it. They had exactly where they were training. They were training at the Novotel. Like they had, they showed where they were staying, where they were training, where they were doing everything. You could have gone down and got some I exclusives. Have you could have won the Oh, that would have been gold. No, I wish I did that because I got nothing else to do. Milk cows and play the banjo. So what do you what do you reckon about all those players leaving, Killer? Oh, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I really don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, it's really hard to keep up with everything. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm really quite upset about Hiku going. Mm. Yeah. That was, that was a hard one for me. Yeah. Like, um, I was uh, pretty devastated about that. That was like when I really, I kind of thought it was coming. Though I kind of knew it was coming. I don't know. I, not, not Hiku, but I just thought someone big like that was going to go. Or it was going to, it was going to hurt. Did you? But, but it, I mean, I was I was gonna I was gonna ask both of you, what I mean if if you could if you could take back one like if you could keep one player from everyone who left, who would it be? Yeah, Hiku first. Hiku, Cyrus. You can't look into the future and see what injuries you're gonna get, but I'd say someone first highlight Hiku in the backs because I don't. Yeah. It's not like we've got oh we've got Dylan Walker who. Yeah, will kind of like be like a back versatile guy, but I mean, I, I prefer Hiku more than him just because like, Hiku's a manly player and Dylan Walker's just a yeah. rabbit. Yeah, you know, but like, 
So I'd, I'd say, yeah, probably someone to replace in the back line for injuries. Yeah. And that's Hiku. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't like Hiku was going to be the next Matai, wasn't he? Like he was sort of taking over. Yeah, I think, I think last year, and we talked about this before, I think last year it was really a time for... I think it was kind of like one of those things where the... I don't know, I guess I guess Bozo, you know, let's let's give it a name. I guess Bozo was there saying, Well who's standing up who's gonna stand up? Yeah. It's Jamie Lyons out, you know, Mad Eye's getting injured, you know, a lot, D C E, foreign, you know, there's all those injuries, right? And it was kind of like, Okay, who's gonna stand up and take over from these guys? Who's who 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 on this team is actually worth and I th- I think they did see it as a Right, those who excel, when the going gets tough, we're keeping, and those who don't, we're going to flick. Because, because yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess they're kind of thinking that when everything's firing, everyone plays well. You know what I mean? Like mm. when you're playing outside Jamie Lyon, or you know, you're coming off DCE or any of those guys. It's kind of like, yeah, anyone can do that. But can you be a player that can actually create? Can you can you turn the tide yourself? And I think that's. Why someone like Jake Travojevic and his brother Tom, you know what I mean? Like they did, they they took it upon themselves yeah. and stood up a bit, you know. Mm. Um, and same yeah, with Tafua yeah. to a degree. I think Tafua mm. played pretty well last year, you know. Tommy Simons, like all, I think all those guys who they kept. I think he was down. I think he was definitely down on the previous year. I, I really do. Times, we had some times where we were like getting pretty horny to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Higu didn't. Higu wasn't a flop. Like he wasn't a letdown. No, I don't think he was a letdown. But I don't think he, I don't think he became the superstar that probably. I don't think he did badly. I just don't think he reached the potential that people thought he would reach, once given the opportunity. And he was given the opportunity last year to be the man. And I just don't think he became the man. Or maybe I'm being overly harsh. I think I think you're doing that when you've broken up with a girlfriend. You go, yeah, and she. <laughs> Yeah, she smelt. Yeah, you know. I think, oh, I think she wasn't being, that hot. You're actually being really positive. I'm being positive, yeah, for Manly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of like, and, and I feel like there's been a huge like bomb dropped on the culture of Manly, mm. and it's like kind of all over the place, but which is kind of a bit of a worry because I know that like the reason why I've gone so well over the last few years, I would say it, but like it's because of the culture, because of all the friendship and the and. and Mates, every now there's like just like this sort of all over the place. We're kind of like like a south and everything else. We're kind of just like a team built on players, which is probably the way to go. I don't know. But, um, well, yeah, I just hope there's guys like that's the thing. Like I hope like the Travojevic brothers and sort of new guys coming through like that sort of hold the culture together a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it maybe needed to happen. I don't know. I feel like it's going to go either way. I feel like it's, I feel and because you've got to remember who the old culture was. I mean, the old culture was chalk. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, like Wolfman and fucking... Yeah. yeah. I mean, you've got to move on at some point. Like, they can't play forever. Um, yeah. But... I wish, they did. I wish we were still playing. <laughs> um, so then we've got... Uh, so then we've got... Um, then we've got all the guys coming in, which is Lewis Brown from Penrith, Fabian Goodall who, from Para, who I've never, never, never heard of him. What's he, what, what, what position? No idea. 
I'll just Nathan. He's just Fabian. He's just Fabian. Fabian. Fabio's brother. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan Green. Again, no idea. From where? Uh, St George. Um, Isaac John. Now he was he was there last year, wasn't he? Uh, no, no. Isaac John from Penrith. Um, I think though, I think at one point before Dylan Walker was signed, they were talking about him playing five eighth. So I guess he's that kind of, I guess he's kind of like a back rower type of person. Uh, never heard him, never seen him play before. But uh, then we got Api Curacao, um, obviously from Penrith, the hooker. We've got Hu Haluafu Lavaka. Um, he's the winger. He's a winger from Parramatta. Apparently, he fucking. Another winger. Apparently, he flies. Yeah, he's real quick. Yeah, but I do we. I don't think we've got that many wingers anymore. Like I, I was actually thinking about it, and then I read about this guy. I was like, yeah, fuck, I'm glad we actually got. Yeah, but well, yeah, because we like well, Gunthinson and, and Chase, Chase Blair. Blair. We're always kind of like that. Ah, oh, look, they're there, they're yeah. fit. Yeah, and wise. Hiku. And Hiku. Yeah. yeah. So last year we had too many wingers. Mm. Now we've lost three wingers, so we don't. We've only got Travojevic and. It's weird. It's weird that they, that they, we had heaps of wingers. And then now we don't. Yeah. And they've got no one. So we've got too many ringers. Get rid of them. We've got no wingers. Shit, get more in. They've got nothing to do. Chucking these people around. Wait to see all these people on the paddock. It's, I'm actually really excited to yeah. see like all these new faces and kind of like get to know them. You know that thing of like kind of it's going to take at least a month before you kind of kind of know who they all are and they're going to run on your guys. You're going to have your villains and your, mm. and, and your heroes and all that. Someone's yeah. going to have stepped up in the first few games and you're like, I fucking love this guy. Yeah. Lewis Brown, he's my favourite. You know, and then oh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to just getting to know them. Um, so then we've also got Darcy Lusick from Parramatta, mm-hmm. yeah. which, I don't know, he played well when he played for Manly, but then he went to Parry and he just kind of disappeared. Like, yeah, I don't know. He didn't. Re- he didn't really have much. Right. He didn't have much impact at Parra, did he? Really? It, might, it makes you think he might go right though when he's come back. He's yeah, right. I've got a second chance. Yeah, know, that, exactly. Of being in an amazing team, you know. Yeah. Um, we've got Tim Maltzen. Yep. I feel like Tim. I feel like we signed Tim when we didn't have a five eighth, and we were a bit like, oh shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, panic. Give you a little surprise packet as well because you've got a bit of a point to prove, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Where's he from? Tigers. Ah. So, Maltzen, Tim Maltzen, apparently, he's one of those guys who has all the natural talent in the world and everyone thought he was going to be the next big thing. Yeah. Mm. And he just got injured and just never cut, you know, just never really no, fired. He's not really likeable. He's not likeable? No, that's maybe because he's playing for the Tigers. But, um, was he a grub, is he? Is he a grub? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't think everyone's a grub who doesn't play manly anyway. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, yeah, he was kind of particularly, like, I probably love him now. Um, we've then got, uh, we then obviously got Nate Miles, who we've sort of already spoken about. Matt Parcell, who's the hooker from Brisbane. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we're having, like, a full hooker fest. Yeah, hooker got, fest. Like, six hookers. And then we got... They're kind of like ball playing hookers as well, though, so I think they're a bit of a 5'8 kind of. Yeah, I think like Parcel. Kind of look, Parcel, I've watched, you know, I haven't watched him play games, but I've watched his highlight package. Fast, you know what I mean? He's just a real fast guy. He runs out of dummy half really quick, you know what I mean? So it keeps everyone I can't on their toes. How many plays we got? It's amazing. I know. 
Well, then we've got. There's one a week. Then we've got Martin. We've got Martin to power. Ooh. I know that guy. <laughs> that guy. Oh, that mate. Is like what? Um, which, you know, I think uh, you know, I think that's a good get. Obviously, then we've got Dylan Walker and John Walker. I don't know who John Walker is. Um, he looks. He looks pretty sober. Kapow. Is he, is he sober? Yeah. Sober. Sober. What do you, you mean? You didn't. You didn't. You didn't drink, does he? Oh, I don't know. Why? I don't know. I just reckon if he doesn't drink, he'll go right. <laughs> He's yeah. got a young family. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, and that's why he wanted so to why, move. So do I. <laughs> 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 um, well, it's, it's true, isn't it? You haven't gone that well. <laughs> like your footy career peaked <laughs> at under twelves. Um, and then we've got a young rugby player called Tom Wright. Yeah. Who I don't I, think I will. He goes good. Yeah, I don't think we'll. I don't think we'll hit much from him though. Yeah. Until until yeah, I, I think he'll be like he, he'll sort of pop his head up maybe in like a, a year's time or two years time. Yeah, I'm I'm really surprised at just how many people they've kind of got in. You just go, oh, we won't see most of them. Yeah. Like most of them won't be run-ons. No. A couple of reserves. All right. There. Well, that that good that that leads us that leads to the next question, Cyrus. Mm. Let's hear your. Let's see your 17-man squad. Should we get into that, Killer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. I mean, mine's pretty, like, I mean, I'm sort of just finding out about them now, but I mean, I'm yeah. really, I'm kind of still waiting to see what Trent Barrett's going to do. Like, I'm not really, like... I well, that's why, it. yeah, but that's why it's good to do it now before he comes in and says, this is what it is. Like, we're all, you know, yeah. that's why it's good time. So, go, Cyrus. So guess it's, what he's going to do. What's that? Should we try and guess what he's going to do? Well, what would you do in his in his yeah, right. you know okay, in his yeah. shoes? Cyrus, um, yeah, yeah, kick no, us right. off. Oh, look, I mean, it's it's pretty down. So you got Cyrus is quickly rubbing out Hiku's name. And... Yeah, no, so you got like uh, uh, Hiku and um, oh, hang on, Foreign's gone. Um, <laughs> Jersey one. So fullback, you got like obviously uh, Snake. Yep. You got um, Travoyevich on the right wing with Lion. Yep. Um, then obviously on your other, you'd have like Matt Eye and Jorge. Yep. Five eight. I only just found out that Dylan Walker even plays plays five eight. Yeah. Well, so, he's been practicing up at Coffs Harbour in the five eighth position. Yeah. So. But like when I saw that, I was like, ah, oh, look, I mean, he's a marquee player, mm. kind of. So I imagine that he's got. I always just thought he was a winger, like for some reason, a winger or centre. Centre. He never played centre. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I, I guess I just saw a lot of highlight packages, maybe him scoring down the wing or something. Yeah. I never took that much notice. I just knew that he was yeah. good. So I've got him, obviously, in there. Um, and I've got, uh, obviously, DCE. Prop, be like uh, Jake. Jake Travojevic being there. Mm-hmm. Um, the hooker. Look, I mean, I, I now that we've got, like, nine hookers to choose mm-hmm. from, I mean, who's a good hooker? Curacao, I guess. Yep. Um, but you know, like I think Lewis Brown. I, I know that he, he he's like a no, no. He's a, he's not a hooker, is he? No, he's not a hooker. No, he he was filling in in hooker a lot last year. That's when I actually that's when we were watching him when he was playing for Penrith. No, when he was playing for Penrith, he was a, he, he, was, he played hooker a bit. Shut up. Um, then we got like obviously Nate Miles as another as the other prop. Yep. Um, and then like oh. Tom Simons, got Tommy Simons on the run on side. Okay, I've I like him. I know you do. Hey, I'm not judging. I'm just clarifying. Um, well, so you got you got like... you got Tommy Simons in at um, eleven. 
Uh, well, no, yeah. I am at 12. I mean, oh, who's 11? Uh, I was just like, whoever <laughs> I actually had whoever <laughs> isn't sold to pay for Dylan Walker. <laughs> um, but like, I mean, I don't know, like just Mateo or I don't know. Just... Well, no, no, well, give us, you reckon Mateo? Yeah, I mean he 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 had it, but he 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 had a, an up and down year. But I mean he's mm. a, he's a form player and all that. Yeah, and you got Mate to power. I mean that that's your run on. Okay, and then your interchanges. Yeah. I guess you just kind of need to make sure that you've got potentially well, one. Who is it? Come on. Um, well, I don't know all these new players. Like I'm not all the new players. I don't know. Like literally, like you don't even know who they play. Oh, I've like, got my team ready. Don't tell me what I got my team ready oh, to go. Okay, okay. And I've actually thought it out. I've even thought interchange. I know who's coming on. Oh, well, I yeah, that's my run on. And then I guess on the bench you've got like I mean I would have had Brendan Lawrence. Just you know a couple of forwards. Yeah. Um. Who I mean who's who's in there? I mean I I I hadn't. As I said, I was really struggling to get like a definite, like just like a defined who's in, who's gone list. Right. I actually really struggled to find that on the internet today. So, okay. So I'm kind of hearing. Like so basically, you've got. So basically, you don't have a bench at the moment. Well, no, but the bench will just be all these people. That yeah, but this, but that's the whole. I think the bench is the hardest one to do because you've got so many. You've actually sport for choice a bit with the bench. You've got so many good yeah, sort of yeah, second row. You've got a, quite a few yeah. good second rowers in there. So, um, Yeah, well, I mean, that, 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 that's the thing. So you've got someone like Lewis Brown, who's a second rower, and so you kind of go, oh, cool. All right, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how he's going to play for Manly, but, like, yeah, let's just chuck <laughs> well, him Well, no, in. you're just going off for, yeah. Let's, so, let's chuck him so in. So here's because... your four, quick. Oh, Lewis Brown... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't have give me a list give Lewis a list. Brown come on quick um, Lewis Brown uh, well Brent Lawrence is gone I didn't know that Braden Williams no not Braden Williams um, I'm just trying to think of, of, of oh is Willie Mason still playing Willie Mason has he gone or like has he, has he traded or is he retired um, he's trying to get a they reckon he'll either go to he was going to go to France mm to Catalans, where everyone goes, mm. but then that apparently fell through, and now there's a couple of NRL teams that might mm. sign him. Yeah. Oh, right. I forgot to put Willie Mason in there in in, in the in memoriam. Oh well, oh. Willie Mason yeah. left. Uh, and then, oh, well, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Killer Cyrus is struggling. Okay, so Who you got? I mean, let's just like do the. I mean the. The automatic things is, is the fullbacks and the yeah. So one one to one to five. Don't worry about because we all know who yeah. that is. Yeah. Except for the, um, one of the centres, we're missing the centre. Still in for um, Hiku. No, we got Lion and Matt. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, and what? I'm the idiot. Yeah, you're a fucking killer. What's going no. on, mate? You mean too no, many bugs? So, uh, so then I'll just go straight through the, the forward pack. And I'll mm, go... mm, 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 mm. Huh? No. Go from six. Go from six. Oh, okay then. Um, uh, Dylan Walker. Oh, you got it, okay. Again. So Dylan Walker and, uh, and then Chesa. Okay. Uh, and then, I mean... I mean, I, fuck, I don't know who these fucking hookers are. Whatever the most... Whatever the, the one that's got the most money, cost the most money. Yeah. Meant, What's the most popular one? Isaac John? Or is it... Um, no. no Arpie, Arpie Curacao, I think, is the most experienced, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck him in there. Yeah. While we're there, we'll put Isaac John on the, on the bench. 
Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's just go through the team because I'm getting, you know. So who, who you've got? Uh, as your, who's you got as your first prop? Who's your prop? Who are your props? Uh, Nate, Nate, Nate Miles. Yeah, and who's your other prop? Um, the Tapao guy. Mar- Marty Tapao, okay. And then yep. Api Curacao is your um, is your hooker. Yeah. Then who's your who's your back? Who are you? Who who's your back? Who's your um? Uh, Jake Tavovich. Okay. And and um, I can't remember. <laughs> Scintillating this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, gonna speed this section up. Yeah. No, you know what? No, you know what? Um, I'm surprised you're putting uh, Jake in, uh, in the back. I'm surprised you're putting Jake in the back right in the second row. Because Jake played proper yeah. last year. Yeah. He's got good hands he's, though. He's pretty fast as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna hit him and Mateo. Whoa, Mateo! You and Cyrus love Mateo. Yeah, no, I love him more than Cyrus, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of okay with him. Oh, he, he me. just his, offlo- his bad offloads yeah. hurt me. Mate, he just, he's like having Hodges on the field. You just can't relax. Mm. He's, nah, you I, just I, don't I, know I, when I, he's going to do something stupid. I know, I know where he's coming from. He doesn't put it... <laughs> <laughs> Killer, where he's where's, coming he, from. where's he coming from, Killer? <laughs> you do <doing? laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, can, I, can, I can feel it. I can feel his presence. All right. Um, where am I up to? Um, well, you had Jake yeah. and Mateo as as, and then so you've just got your um, your lock. Blake Leary. Blake Leary. Oh okay. shit! I forgot about my boy. Yeah, you forgot about uh, him. Yeah, because you, you don't care about your son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like the one in ba- in Bali. All right, then who's your? This is I think this is most important. Who's your bench? Yeah, yeah. So we got that Isaac John, is it? Yep. Darcy Lustig. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, oh, what, what's, it, what's that Billy Bainbridge guy? What does he play? Billy Bainbridge. Who? Billy, Billy, um... Uh, Nathan Green. <laughs> no, no, no. He's, he's from, like, under 20s last year, whatever. Oh, the, the freak that was kind of scoring at yeah. will all year. Is yeah, he up in the squad Billy now? Someone. Billy someone. Uh, what, what position does he play? That's what I'm asking you. I thought you knew. I thought you were going to say you knew you were Billy. I don't know anyone called Billy Bainbridge. Right, get Ella on the phone. There's there's the yeah, centre. No, Ella, Ella, Ella loves him. Yeah. The centre. Yeah. Is that who you're talking about? I thought he was a 5'8 there. I thought maybe he could be like a, you know, a superstar or something. But I don't know anything about him. No, I, I don't. No, there goes a good conversation. But, um... is, he, um, is he on that list I sent you? Yeah, yeah. All oh, right. Okay. Oh well, I don't know. I don't know anything about him. Hang on a sec. You sent killer a list, but you, you sent killer a list, but you didn't send me the list. Yeah, that's right. You're an asshole, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is, Billy Bainbridge. I wasn't going to mention that. Yeah. Oh. Hell, I love him. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know anything about him. Shaq, Shaq, so you got you got Isaac John. So what what position does Isaac John play? He's kind of like a utility, is he? Yeah, wasn't he a hooker? Is he? Hooker 5'8", hooker slash 5'8". Yeah, right, maybe, yeah. So you got Isaac John, you got Billy Bainbridge, you got Darcy Lusick on the bench. Yeah. And, who, so who's, and, and who's your fourth? Fabio. <laughs> <laughs> Fabio, fuck. All right. 
All right. Come on, Ben. Rivet us with yours. Yeah, all right. Everyone stand back. Well, from one to seven's all the same. Yeah. I got Dylan yeah. Walker. And the only reason I put him in there is because that's what he's been practicing at. So. Uh, fuck, I haven't put Tom Tavoyevich on there either. Shit. Yeah, yeah, you had him in his wing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shit, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to be honest, I reckon if he doesn't fire, I reckon if Walker doesn't fire at 5'8", now that we've got a legitimately good centre there, Jamie Lyon might even come in and play 5'8", uh, if he doesn't fire. Because then Dylan Walker, yeah. Dylan Walker can then play centre. Yeah. Um, but he'll definitely start and, you know, hopefully he works out. Um, I, feel like, I, got, I, feel like moved, I feel like they've moved on from that. From Lyon? Yeah, I feel like they do. Oh, they do too. I, I feel like that too. I feel yeah, like I feel if like Walker doesn't, I kind of feel like maybe yeah. If Walker doesn't work out, um, I think they're thinking of the other guys as well. They, they might try. They might try Maltzen. They might try. They might. I think they're going to try a few people in there. You know what I yeah. mean? Like there seems yeah. like there's a few options there now. Yeah. Um, although, if Walker doesn't play five eighth, where does he play? And if you just paid someone that much money. He's got to play. He's got to play somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. Anyway. Um. Then I got uh, at number eight. I got Nate Miles. Uh, number nine. I got RP Curacao, just because he's the most experienced. Yeah. Uh, at ten, the other prop. I got Jake T. Uh, at eleven, I got Lewis Brown. So my backs is Lewis Brown, Blake Leary. I think there's a bit. I think uh, I don't know about Lewis Brown that much, but I know he's got a bit of a mongrel in him, which is good. Uh, we got Blake Leary, who's got a bit of a mongrel in. He's he's not a bad passer, you know, and a good defender. And then as my lock, I got Jamie Bura. Yeah, I thought you might have Jamie Bura there. Yeah, I'm 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 basing him on his the last two years. Well, the last year and a half, you know what I mean? Like has been a bit of a blowout for him so that's not fair I'm just basing him on what we saw t- basically two years ago and he was a great player and without Matt Ballon there I just feel like you need that, that tackling machine you know what I mean and, that, and Jamie Beer has also got good hands he's a good, good work ethic you know did Kerry Evans get in touch with you? yeah he did he said <laughs> he'll said I'll, 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 I'll unblock you I'll unblock you if you're my towel buddy if on, on, a starting, yeah. on, the, on the starting 13 <laughs> sounds like it <laughs> No, but you know, look, Jamie Bure. I think, I think, I, I, I enjoy, I enjoy him at thirteen. I think that's a good, strong. I think, I think my back, my second row there is pretty good. I think probably the best one named tonight. I think you and Cyrus both. Um, he, he, he could potentially have like, his biggest year ever. He could. His year, I think. Look, if, if he's come back from his knees, mm. then yeah, he's you know, I think he could do really well. Yeah, um, he's been quiet for like three years. And then. Well, you know, he used to play State of Origin, you know what I mean? Like he's Yeah, but that was four years ago. Was it four years ago? Yeah. 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 Um, then coming off the bench, I've got Martin Tapau. So that's a real you know, you take Nate Miles off or whoever and then he comes on for yeah, for yeah. them. No, what you want is And he, he, he suddenly it's just like, you know, those guys have got a little bit tired and then Kapow comes in there's gone, Oh my god. This guy's just punching me in the head every time he tries to fend me off, you know, with a fan. Yeah, no, that, that, you want, um, you want so, him to play on the same side as uh, as Tafua and uh, and Matt Eye. Because can you imagine 
Like, obviously... Oh, I don't know. I'd put him on the other side because... Like, but that, just because they're just lacking that. speed out... They're lacking that, speed, the Tafua side. That would just... That would just, that would just, that would just even shut it up. that side down. Like, they're just not... Yeah. You, you just go like... Yeah, yeah let's not, not go left. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, we could go left. Yeah, let's not. Yeah, um, yeah let's let's go for the let's go for the let's just send it to the sc- the tall skinny blonde tall, skinny kid down on the yeah. other side. <laughs> we could, tall, yeah, tall well, skinny kid and the guy that could be forty. Yeah, we could go towards the coconuts, or we could. Imagine like Kapow and 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 Mado get like a thing going where they just they they just. Do you know what they've tried? Either side of the field, and they just like squash them. They've tried to start calling him the Bruise Brothers. Yeah. Anyway. Alright, so then I so I've got Marty I've got to power coming off the bench, which is immediately in, impact, you know what I mean? Yeah, I like that. I got Darcy Lucic coming in as well. So they're they're my two big bangers coming in. Uh then I've got Tommy Simons as a bit of a general fill in, you know, he can play he can play anywhere in the second row really, and he can even go yeah, centre yeah. if someone gets injured. Yeah. And then it's getting cold. The boys are getting cold. Bring on the heater. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> the heater with ears. Um, and then as my super sub, I've got uh, Matt Parcell. Oh, uh, who's that? That's the that's the young hooker that we signed from Broncos. Oh uh, yeah, right. Yeah. So he's just a speedy. He's a real speedy guy. So he could really come in. That's a thing. Like, if someone goes down injured, he could play. Like, it's not his preferred, but he could probably play centre if you had to. You know what I mean? He could play 5 really, eighth. Um, he could sort of fill in any of those positions. It's really make or break for all these people. There's so many guys playing. I mean, like, on the on the, on the the roster. Like, if they, as soon as they get their chance, they're going to get their chance and they've got to fucking do something. Otherwise, they could not play for the rest of the year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, absolutely. It's, even if everyone, everything is still like still spending. Well, I mean, there's still there's still guys there that I didn't, you know, I didn't put Mateo. I haven't put Mateo on my team. Yeah. He's nowhere near it. Um, Starling, Brenton Lawrence, you know, it's a whole other side. It's like in the whole. Like, Justin Hodges. I didn't know if you noticed, but I didn't. I mean, Jaden Hodges. He wasn't on my team either. Nah, that's. Oh, you didn't put him in your team. No, nah, I didn't put him in my team. <laughs> what about as the mascot? <laughs> yeah, I was going to bring you on as my super water boy. <laughs> He brings out the kicking tea <laughs> in his mouth. He, ru- he runs it out. He runs the kicking tea out in his mouth, puts it down, and then when you go to grab it, he quickly picks it up and takes it away again. <laughs> Drop it. Drop it. Oh, fuck. Mate, I reckon that guy, he must be like the Michael Jordan of football during practice. Mm. Like, he must, at practice, he must just be an absolute phenomenal. Phenomenal. Jaden Hodges. Hodges. He must do shit that would, that would turn you white. Like, they must just look and go, oh my God, what a gun. Can you believe what he just did? He has to play next week. He has to Mm. be on there. There's no, no two way. No one can, no one can practice that well and not be picked for the side. He has to. It's the only way. That's the only explanation. <laughs> like, poor old Brenton Lawrence gets left behind back in Sydney and who's fucking sitting on the plane, A1, up the front, 
first person you see when you get on the plane, little Jaden Hodges in a little Dolce and Gabbana dog bag. <laughs> Bozo's puppy dog, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Did, did he win some MVP, like, rookie MVP yeah. or something? No, or? he won, like, um, best reserve grade player. There should be a photo of him with, him with uh, um, Bozo's lap. <laughs> Just for the collar off. <laughs> Fuck, he's... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of think, though, because, like, Cyrus and I were talking about it before. It's just kind of like... You can tell a player, like, we don't want to... We don't want you anymore. But at the end of the day, if they've got a contract, they, you have to pay them. And if they can't find another team to take them, then you're stuck with them. Yeah. And that could eventually. be... And that, that's what could have happened. You know, and that, that's very much what could have happened. It's just that they've gone, we don't, want, they, we don't want you. And he's gone, shit, do you know what? You're, like, you're the 15th team to tell me that today because no one else wants me either. So guess what? Yeah. You know? Who am I Maybe rooming? Who am I? Who am I rooming with up in Kosapa? <laughs> Maybe they're, just, they're trying to kill him. <laughs> what do you mean? They're just, like, like, just chucking him on in the games. Yeah. Just, like, the smash, feed him heaps of chocolate. Get a whole bunch of Easter eggs <laughs> and feed him. Like, oh, eat, eat heaps of chocolate. It's good for you. <laughs> My body it can't handle it. No, it's good. It's fine. It's dog chocolate. You're right. But it says lint. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Um, all right, so that's that's sort of talking about the team, uh, and that's that's that bit. Are we are we sure. going to be calling back to Killer, or are we getting everything out on the on the table now? What do you mean? There is something pretty serious that I need to talk to Killer about. Okay. And 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 it's not it's not this segment, but I just need. Well, to... Well, that that was kind of the end of that segment, oh, and that we'll segment be playing a cri- we'll be playing a Christmas Carol right now, so we'll get back into it. I was going to go into news. I w- well, is that news anything to do with <laughs> Russell Crowe and the Burgess mum? Yeah. And the fact that yeah. they picked it? Yeah. Okay. Cut that out. Okay, cut that cut out. out. Yeah. Okay, so, news. <laughs> oh, we've got to do our own sound effects now. It's pathetic. We've got to wait. I got something. I got the sound effects. All right. Yeah. Good. I can just see it up there on the port. Sounds like there's a train going across the tracks and we better not drive. <laughs> okay. Um, so the first one I want to start with is one that, we, uh, that, that I had a little read of a couple of weeks ago. And that is uh, Russell Crowe with the Burgess mum possibly <laughs> hooking up. Now... You, you, during the Gabriel Richards celebrity gossip corner, um, that was your first report. That's what you said, right? Yeah. And I was so nervous about it because that was our first podcast. Yeah. And then, like, I was, just, I was actually really, the next day, because I, I thought that, that for some reason the whole world was going to hear our first podcast. <laughs> If the whole world is seven people, then you're on the money. (laughs) And I was worried about Russell finding out. I'm not sure what I was worried about. And then so I got you to take it off. Yeah. Even though I'd I'd made up the whole thing. I'm not sure why I made (laughs) it up. Oh, did that not make it to air? No, that didn't make it to air. Killer called me and said, I made that stuff about Russell Crowe and Julie Burgess. It was all made up. 
take it out of the podcast. So I went, oh, okay. I made, I made it up. I, I didn't expect you guys to believe me so much. Yeah. Well, because then things then, turned. Then things turned a little bit nasty as it did, and I think Cyrus started calling her the oh, local slapper. No, and, no, no. no. <laughs> just going. He was talking about how you know she's always open for business. How you going, boy? <laughs> it got a bit. It got a bit rough tawdry, there. Tawdry, it got a bit tawdry. So I figured. So we kind of got rid of the whole segment. But isn't their father their uncle? <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Didn't we fuck that out? Well, no, well, yeah, Luke Burgess is actually just the next-door neighbour. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, who used to hang out with him a lot. But, um... He's still on the, he's still on the list, isn't he? Isn't he still around? He's still around, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Good. Yeah, he didn't make my top 17. Um, Good But I, I, um... I'll have a look and see if I can find that from an old file... And if so, yeah. I'll play it right now. <laughs> and if not, and if not, yeah. then we're back. <laughs> or if we are, we're back. Um, that, that's, but yeah, that's that was so that. I can't believe that. That was freaky. That you just <laughs> you just blindly made that up, and then a year <laughs> later, it actually turned out to be possibly true. But that's what I mean. Like it's, it's it was believable because you could, I could see it happening. It was like. <laughs> The, the way they look at each other <laughs> in the box. <laughs> I can see it happening. No, I'm like, um, I, I, I get it. Do you know the thing? The thing that I found about the media towards, um, you know, now that we're on to news, have you guys noticed it? That like, it's um, it's really all the reports of manly seem to be really positive. Have yeah. you been noticing that? Like, everything is like a feel-good story. Like, there's people up yeah, in yeah. Coffs... Like, reporting on the Coffs Harbour thing, it's all how wonderful it is and how Bozo's doing really well and how we got... Like, there's no... Peter Hickey goes, and I don't really see too much of Manly stabs Peter Hickey in the back. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah, Hickey's gone and Trent Barrett handled it really well. And, you know, it's just it just seems to be all positive stuff in the papers these yeah. days. Maybe they're, yeah, weird, they're, they're saving it for another team this year or something. Maybe, maybe someone else is on the shit list. Yeah, I, I, I'm wondering if they've just got it all out of their system last year, you know what I mean? Like, they had so much to complain about and and bag us out about that yeah, now they're just kind of it's like, like... It's almost like they're not jealous anymore. I mean, alternatively, the you know, it could be that now that Bozo's making all the calls, Zorba, who Isn't works for the... day Zorba who works for the Daily Telegraph is to tell, you know, is now saying, hey, guys, you know, time to, you know, <laughs> just yeah. write positive didn't, didn't stuff Zorba, now. Didn't Zorba get axed? No, he's not on the board anymore. Huh. Um, but he still works there. He's like media something or other. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think he's doing his job that he used to do. He's like some media something or other. Um, yep. Because I think they only put him on the board before anyway. It was just to make up. They needed someone on there to take their side all the time, didn't they? Wasn't that the whole yeah, reason yeah. behind it? Yeah. Now that they own the whole team, it, he doesn't really need to be on there. You know, they get what you know. The pens get what they want. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I thought that, I thought was, I thought that was quite good, and um, you know, it's, it makes makes it a bit more. You know, it makes the. Makes me really look forward to the season, not having fucking yeah. everyone bagging us out every five seconds. You know what I mean? 
Oh, wait, wait till it starts. I reckon everyone's also being a little bit sheepish because of our draw, and it's like, yeah, don't, you don't pick on the team that kind of. I don't know if that's going to be a news. Like, oh, I was going to talk about the draw, yeah, but yeah, maybe, maybe it's just kind of like. How well, we can talk about that now. The like the draw for twenty sixteen, mm. like. But you know, how do you? It's like kind of any team that kind of gets like the dud draw. Yeah. You can't then kind of heap shit on them, on top of that. It's like <laughs> no, you know, you like, like they like kind of starts and, and, and they feel sorry for us. Or? It's not feel sorry, but it's like it, it's you can't pick on. The guy that like has, has like you can't pick on the kid in the wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you know what I mean. It's, it's, you, pick, you pick on the silver. Depends tower. if it's <laughs> tasteful. If it's done in a tasteful manner and it's not mean spirited, sure you can. Yeah, but, so, but you can you can you can kind of like just sit there and constantly bitch at the team that's like made the top ten, like or the top eight for like the last decade, and kind of like has you know these like amazing. Yeah. players and all that and kind of seem to have like just like a, a really like, kind of good run but the team the team that what are you talking about hello yeah I'll be yeah we're just listening to you laugh girl <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so, I, mean, I, I just I just okay, think that sorry, just yeah. because that's the freshest news about Manly I think mm. that it'd be really hard to put the next story that you're then kind of like piling shit on them wait wait till they've kind of got well, a little bit into the season yeah and then like and, and then they kind of see out that kind of turnaround issue here's the thing with the draw though and I have this I, from one of my insiders who works at the NRL so this is this is fact right any uh-huh. any kind of uh, anger or anything you have towards the NRL is very much misguided the the way the yeah the way the way it works is Channel Nine makes the calls. Mate, I I was told that they wanted to open the season with a manly power game. That that was the opening. That was the opener. That's what the NRL put forward. Manly versus right. Parramatta, and Channel Nine came and said, Nah, nah. It's got to be a Queensland team because then everyone in Queensland watches. So let's go Brisbane. And uh, it's got to be power. We want them to play power. And they were like, but that's not a grudge match. It's not like, yeah, nah, nah. Because apparently everyone watches power. Power draws a big audience at the beginning of the year because everyone expects them, oh, this is the year they're going to do well. So everyone watches power at the beginning of the season and then about, you know, eight games in, everyone stops watching because they've once again gone shit. So they try and see so if you watch it, all the para games at the beginning of the year. Like a lot of para gets a lot of games at the beginning of the year, and um, yeah. So and and that's the thing. And I think last see like you know Channel Nine don't like Manly because we don't rate high enough. Yeah. Um, and the reason why we've always got a half decent draw, well, kind of, is because our form has dictated it. They can't get away from it. We're, you know, we're one of, you know, we're the best team. We're one of the best teams in the comp. They have got to, and because our form dropped last year, they've immediately gone. Oh, good. This is an excuse. We don't. We now our hands aren't tied. We don't have yeah. to show them. Yeah. Because right. of last season, so that's why we got yeah. all those Monday night games. That's why we've got, you know, and and mate, and 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 that turnaround. We've got all those five game turnarounds. We've got one Sunday game in the first twenty rounds. East have got five. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, East have got yeah. five and, and Sunday they, games in the in the first tw- at home games, 
Home they Sunday games. I don't care if, if, if people get upset about it either. No, they don't. That can't that that generate publicity itself. Yeah, no, they don't. And this is what I yeah. was told, and I don't know, but this is what I was told. The, 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 the teams get all up in arms about it, right, publicly, but behind closed doors they actually don't give a shit. Yeah, That's yeah, what I was told. Yeah. They don't yeah. care. The only thing they do care about is the short five-day turnarounds. Yeah. But whether they play on a Friday or a Monday, they don't give a shit. They don't give a shit anything. Just fans that care. Yeah, I know. Maybe, yeah, we, should, maybe we should stop dollars. giving a shit. Yeah. Then the, wouldn't that be a great sport? Australia's number one Australia's number one game that no one gives a shit about. <laughs> um... But yeah, so anyway, that's what I was told. But have you have you seen it, Cyrus? Have you seen like the, the draw. yeah the draw? I, I've 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 just kind of like seen the the highlights. What was kind of you know picked in the in the articles like what yeah. the issues were like we got yeah. like four short out of like five weeks or something. Four, five oh mate, we've got and... the worst one is I think it's week four. We play. We play the uh, we play the Warriors in Perth as one of our home games, oh. and then we play uh, then we play Para on Thursday night. So we've got literally a four day turnaround. Thurs- what Thursday night? Yeah. Uh, do we have Thursday night games now? Yeah. Oh yeah. Didn't you know that? Yeah, Thursday night game. So the the it's from, so it's now from. It's now from Thursday to Monday we play. Oh, we don't have the second game on the Friday. No, uh, that's a bit disappointing. Yeah. Oh, the second game. I nah. I, you know. Yeah, I know. It's already played. So we so basically we play on Saturday night, then we spend all day Sunday flying back in transit, right? So then we've pretty much only got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Because Thursday's game day, so you can't call that a day off, you know what I mean? So really it's a four-day turnaround, and one of those days is stuck in a plane for pretty much the whole day. And I know I understand that New Zealand, the Warriors, and probably the Cowboys, that's that's kind of what they do every week. But, oh, well, fuck them, it's not our fault mm. they live in the middle of nowhere. But... Wouldn't you think that something like that, they would have chosen one of the games, one of the weeks where we actually got... So then we got to play Para, like, four days later, and that's one of the teams I would have wanted to be the most rested against so we can absolutely smash them. Tell you what, this year I'm going to have a lot... (laughs) It's killer said it's like listening to the podcast live. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I was just listening to it. Um, I, th- I think we're going to have a lot less like hubris this year. Like, kind of, oh, we're playing para, we'll, we'll beat them. Like, yeah. that. like even the you know the sharks, for instance. Like, after last year, you know, you kind of go, oh, it's the sharks this mm. weekend. That's all right, we'll get that up. Yeah, I think that this year, I think every single game, I'm going to feel like, oh, shit. I hope we win. Well, this. I had a look at the first like, because I think. You know how the season's going after like the first sort of. Before State of Origin, right? So the first oh. eight rounds. It's enough time for the team to gel and really get into it. And you kind of go through the teams. We've got Bulldogs first round. I Bulldogs are a funny team. They beat us twice last year. I think the year before they got us a couple. Like, 
I don't know. They seem to have got our measure a little bit, the Bulldogs. So that 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 first, and plus we'll be gelling that first round. So that one could be a bit of a tricky one. That first mm-hmm. one. But then we've got Tigers. We'll smash. We'll smash the Tigers because the Tigers are wooden spooners, right? Yeah. Then we've got Sharks. We'll smash the Sharks for sure. We've got Roosters. That's the other one that I'm a bit worried about because the Roosters have really they've got our yeah. number the last few years. Um, South will smash because essentially the Souths are going to send out Sam Burgess and the cheerleaders because that's all they can afford after they've signed Sam Burgess. So yeah, right. I reckon we'll I reckon we'll smash them. Warriors we always beat, especially if Snake's playing. Eels, yep. Eels will smash. Knights will smash. And then we've got Cowboys. Oh, so, realistically, we, there's, there's only three teams that I'm worried about. Bulldogs, Roosters and Cowboys. And out of those three, we'll at least win one of them. So, realistically, going into Rep Week, we'll only lose two games. <laughs> oh, man, this is the humorous I was talking about. What do you mean? You be- oh, I, I mean, I think that it's really good that you're positive. And that you oh, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not being teach- positive. I think I'm... You just look at the team. It's just like... Yeah, how can it go wrong? How can it go wrong? There's even guys that you're throwing in there, like you could go, well, I could go him. Well, there's literally four other guys I could put in there. The so what only... could go wrong? What could go wrong is this: is this um, they just don't go well, and then all of a sudden they just start going. They panic. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, they forget that they get the losing culture and not the winning culture. Yeah, yeah. And then they just can't get out of it. I, I think I, I see the problem being as well um, is if uh, DCE gets injured. Yeah. Because First game. previous previous years, DCE gets injured, Foreign kind of steps into the seven jumper, right? Mm. Well, we've got a guy, most likely Dylan yeah. Walker, playing 5'8". He, I don't think... He, uh, He's he's not experienced enough in five eight to then suddenly become the halfback. So suddenly, yeah. who becomes halfback if DCE goes out injured for a game? Does does Curis does Cambridge? Yeah, or does Curacao or one of the hookers, one of the experienced hookers, go in there? You know what I mean? Like, is that? I guess that's kind of the way it plays out. Curacao goes into halfback, and then one of the um, one of our other twenty five hookers. Um, Plays the hooker position. I'd say I'd say that's that's really the only position that I'm a little bit you know that, that I'm a little bit concerned about that. That if if he goes down, we're we're kind yeah, of in that's trouble. A, that's a good point. Yeah. Good point. I mean, we're always in, we were even in trouble when we had foreign, but you know. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah. Cyrus is falling asleep. He's got his eyes closed <laughs> and he's leaning right back. Has he smoked a joint yet? Huh? Have you smoked a joint yet? No, have you no. smoked a joint yet? No, no, no. But I, I, I got particularly pissed last night, killer, like a late one, at two, like two o'clock, two thirty in the morning. Like, Ooh. drank the, drank the house dry. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I've been pretending not to be hungover all day, and I think this is kind of catching up with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hard, isn't it? Yeah. Jesus. Um. All right, we'll just quickly go through the other news headlines. Um, Brookvale Oval, drama, as always. What's happening there? Uh, basically, they're still arguing over the cost of it, essentially. Uh, you know, they want to charge them 
$40,000, I think it is, every time they use it. And Manly is saying, yeah, but it's a shithole and you guys never do anything. And, and they're also not guaranteeing that it'll be at NRL standard. They're, they're kind of putting in a thing in the clause saying, oh, yeah, and by the way, if all the f- grass dies and falls apart, bad luck. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not our fault. Um, yeah. But apparently... Um, Ken Arthurson's sister is like the... Me- Jen, Jen. Jen, yeah. Is that it? Jen, Jen Arthurson. Jen Arthurson, yeah. Jen and Ken. <laughs> Jen. <laughs> Apparently she's like in the... She's like on the Ken Manly Arthur. Council. Oh. Um, so uh, if they re... Because, you know, they're redoing all the councils in Sydney... They're rezoning yeah. them all. So apparently with this rezoning, she's now going to have some say over Brookvale Oval, so they reckon that she'll oh, okay. she'll be able to come in and go, yes, throw all the money into Brookvale Oval because <laughs> I'm Jen and my brother Ken. <laughs> Don't you have like a sneaking suspicion that it's actually just Ken just over the woman? <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> um, so that's, that's, happening. that's happening with uh, Brookvale Oval. Um, Coffs Harbour, they're up there training at Coffs Harbour, and the Novotel, uh, after they left, the Novotel wrote that they have never had such a well-behaved group of people in in the history of the Novotel. Yeah. What? Really? Yeah. They said they were beyond well-behaved. So, you know what that tells you? Bunch of boring, boring <laughs> people that people that uh, block you from their Instagram. Yeah. And you go off the rails. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe they're all like following the DCE thing, where everyone everyone now wants to get paid. Everyone's yeah. just like he's kind of got the team together and gone, guys, guys. Yeah. I'll tell you what. You 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 want you want money, fame, fortune. Clean cut. Yeah. It's clean cut from now on. Yeah. Common. Look at me. I keep my nose clean. My pubes trimmed. Yeah, my, my neck, neck my long. Neck <laughs> my neck really long. Um, and thick. Um, yeah, so anyway, so that, again, it's just more positive media stuff from, from that. Um, and Nate Miles has come out in the media recently. Really? He's I would not... Oh. Nate Miles, what? No, has come out in the media recently. <laughs> yeah, like, he's come oh, out. Just, he's a big old... Loves a bit of cock. Um... And basically said that this is the attitude at Manly is so different to what he's had at the Titans. He said there's a real... There's just no question that they have to win and they're going to win. And he says it's just... He just says it's pretty intense, you know what I mean? Like, apparently, he, he said even from the ball boys to the water boys to the strappers, they're all just really... They're all just really intense. And he said if you even turn up to a strapping late, the strappers will just fucking go you. <laughs> so it's kind of like a backhanded compliment. I think kind of he's trying to say like, oh yeah, it's really good. They're really intense, but at the same time he's got, he's sort of saying, yeah, it's kind of fucked. Like it's not, it's not a lot of fun here, you know. Like I turned up, I, t- I turned up like two minutes late, and this fucking sixty-year-old guy started abusing me and spitting on me. Like I, I imagine the strappers to be like eighty-year-old guys. Yeah, yeah, eighty-year-old. That's what I said. What did I say? Sixty. Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's the Twenty years off. Jeez, that's sorry, the apprentice, killer. That's the apprentice strapper. No, I believe it's six. <laughs> no, it's sixty. <laughs> you know, they'll start giving him hassling about his massive head and shit. Um, <laughs> Such strapping his head up the deep. 
Hey, um, all right, we might we might wrap it up because Cyrus has got the big heavy eyes, and we've still yeah, got to no we've still got to record all our Christmas carols. Yeah, no worries. But let's think about how um we can um do the show next year and stuff and join in the game and stuff. Yeah, it's working through the phone. Can you hear me? Yeah, I mean, I can hear you. Yeah, look, yeah. I mean, there's, there's probably other ways we could do it. I mean, we could we could even have it kind of through a through a speaker. Yeah, I well, so. I can I can go continue. straight from my phone into there, so he's clear. No, but as in you could have it just playing through there, so it was as if he was in the room, so just like a, a, a clear. Yeah, no, but I think going straight into the mix is clearer. Doesn't get any clearer than how that. How do we hear it? Well, that's the thing. I've, we just got to have an earpiece in either of our ears to hear him. All right, buddy. Um, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, good to speak to you, boys. All right, take it easy. Catch See you, buddy. Bye. All right, that's killer. Uh, is there anything you wanted to add before we oh, wrapped really. it up? I, I, um, what do you What do you got plans for Christmas? Family's coming over here. Ah, nice. Is that your first one? Um, first family Christmas here. Yeah, yeah. No, last year at my my folks, and then before yeah. we were kind of away. Yeah. Um, what are you doing? But, what are you uh, cooking? Ah, uh, you know, it'll do do something, something like a salmon or a trout, something. Fish. Oh, you got to do fish on Christmas, mate. Oh. Do you do, no? No. So I'll have like ham, fish. I go ham, pork, turkey. I'm a traditionalist. Yeah. That's we tried so... to go seafood one year and it was abysmal. And whenever there's talk of it, I always bring up that one Christmas. So like, what to... was abysmal? Someone cooked it badly or... Uh, no, we're up at... Um, where do they do the whale watching? Harvey Bay or something? Harvey Bay, yeah. yeah. And... Um, we ordered crab. We were going to have, like, some big mud crabs. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, sweet. So we ordered, like, two mud crabs. And we ordered some white fish. I don't know. Firm white fish. I can't remember exactly what it was. Mm. Not perch. Something local. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Why am I thinking perch? Is that yeah. a white fish? No, it is. But, yeah. It, anyway. It's not really a Christmas fish. For okay. sure. <laughs> Whatever. Something local. And then we went, like... The morning, because I was nice, because we were, you know, on the water and the fucking seafood place was right there. So we went down the morning, Christmas morning, come to pick up our shit. And they're like, oh, yeah, sorry, didn't anyone call you? And we're like, no. Nah. And they go, oh, someone raided our mud crab um, pots. pots. So we don't have any mud crab. And we're like, oh. And they go, but we got these sand crabs, like blue swimmers or some oh. shit, which were tiny. Blue swimmers, they're, they're junk junk fish. Yeah, junk fish. And I was like, oh, so two of those. So, you know, you got to put a, you know, you, you got to put on your miner's hat and fucking go real digging deep yeah, to get yeah. anything out of those fucking yeah. things. So that was a complete waste of time. So it took me five hours to just get a mouthful and not even then. And then the fish they gave us, I can't remember what they said it was, but it was fucking shark. I mean, 100% that shit was shark, you know what I mean? So it was just a shit yeah, Christmas. And it was just like, got, uh, never doing that again. But you got punked by bad supply. So if you actually get like, if you're going through a good supplier, yeah. and it's like, it is a really cracker fish, and you know, you do it on your barbie and all that, like it's... Mate, seafood, seafood's good. You don't have to like prep it before and you don't have to kind of... Like, I mean, it, uh, turkeys... Well, we are this turkey's year... Turkey's an unruly beast. I don't know why why people eat turkey. I eat turkey because I enjoy it as leftovers. On a sandwich, yeah. cranberry sauce, yeah. Yeah. giddy up. Yeah. I, I like ham. I like a, a ham that way. Mm. Like, I, I love ham, like the, the having the ham in the, uh, yeah. the fridge. Yeah. For the, fry it up for breakfast, eat it for lunch. Anything. 
put it in a pasta for dinner. Just all yeah. meals. Yeah. Everything's ham yeah. for a week afterwards. Oh, it's, like, it's always like four point, it's like a 4.6 kilo ham. Yeah. And like the person goes, oh, better get the big one. Like, you know, there's a big bone through it or something. Yeah. And but the bone like is just like a little stick through the middle. Are you getting nitrate, nitrate free? Well, my brother's doing the he's doing the ham, so he'll. I mean, I'm, he's he's pretty kind of on that. So whatever he can pick up at Seven Eleven on the way in. No, it, it, they'll 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 probably put something on. Like and is it a is it a lunch or is it a breakfast? It's a lunch. It, it'll be like a brunch brunch like uh, brunch mm. um, brunch lunch kind of thing. Because mm. um, yeah, we we kind of all do. Oh no, I guess it is going to be morning because we've got kids. Yeah, usually we kind of like just mosey on round, but I guess we'll be kind of. I guess it'll be morning. I haven't really thought about it. I, I'm my head's just. We gone. We yeah. Since we've had kids, we find we do we do a breakfast, a brunch breakfast. Brunch. Yeah. And it's literally, fruit salad, couple of some pastries. I do scrambled eggs. We fry out some ham. Yeah. Julia does like a breakfast pavlova type of thing, which is just pavlova. Yeah. <laughs> but with yogurt instead of cream, yeah. um, trifle sometimes, uh, and then just toast and shit like that. So it's easy to whip up, and sort of fills you up. And then that's kind of it. And then we go around to a friend's place for dinner. Normally we just get Chinese takeaway that night for dinner, like dumplings or something. And then we'll have a big lunch on Boxing Day. Because on Christmas Day, there's too much... Kids have got the presents. They've got too much going on. You've got to feed them breakfast anyway. Mm. And then... So you kind of go breakfast, then bang, it's time to start cooking lunch. And then... And before... We just find... Before you know it, like the whole day's gone. You haven't really been able to play with the kids and their toys. And you haven't... You know what I mean? It's just kind interesting of... Interesting insight. So we, we... Oh, and Julie's doing a... Um, is it a Grillax? Skrillax? Uh, Gravlax. Gravlax. Mm, yeah. Gravlax. Um, she's doing that. So there's a bit of salmon there. Bang. Yeah. How's your father? So she's doing that with some cream cheese and whatever the fuck you do. Mm. So there's a bit of that. Um, it's just it's just not... It's just easy. It's low maintenance. Half mm. the shit... Well, most of the stuff you make the day before. Are, are you guys just doing you for that? Or you... No, it's us... Um, Parents and then sister and husband and okay. their kid. So there'll be like... So clan. Yeah. There'll yeah. be like 10 or 11 of us there. Yeah. yeah. And then the next day we're going into the... Um, we're staying at the Sheraton the next day and we're going to do their... Chris, they do Christmas oh, lunch yeah, yeah. on Boxing Day. So we do that, go to the Boxing Day sales, have a big lunch. <clears throat> and then we're staying there that night. They've got a nice pool so the kids will swim and we'll just... Sounds like a very. I'll I'll probably. To have organised. I'll like, probably how do you just come up with that. <clears throat> I'll probably just have the Sheraton um, robe on, robe on, and nothing else, and just yeah. Um, how did you even come up? with Feel that? a bit naughty as I walk up and down the hallway. Yeah. Do yeah. they know I've got nothing on? <laughs> um, how did you even know? Like, kind of think to do that. Um, my parents used to do it a fair bit. Mum and Dad, they're that age where it's like, the sales are. Oh, a big a deal. Thing. Like, it's a yeah. big deal. The sales are on. The sales are on. It's like, yeah. yeah. The sales are on. Yep. It's like, go on the internet. Sales on 365 days yeah. <laughs> these days. It's not... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, trying to get my mum to buy a new TV at the moment from appliances online. No. She's just... But who... But if something goes wrong, who do I call? You go, we well, call Panasonic. 
because they're the ones who are ultimately responsible. If you call Bing Lee, if you buy it from Bing Lee, they go, that's not our problem. So realistically, it's just, yeah, but it's just, there's nowhere I can physically go to, mm. to, to, to tell them that they've made a mistake. And I said, yeah, but it's free delivery. They'll install it for free. They take away your old TV for free. Bing Lee doesn't do any of that. The good guys don't do any of that. She just, nah, she won't do it. So anyway, yeah, it's all about, it's all about the sales and all that. And she's going to, that's her Christmas present to us is, is getting the room oh, and right. all that so kind of stuff. Like a, kind of like, so it's yeah. a, it was a present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we all, so we all stay in there. I like I didn't think of you as something like, oh yeah, Christmas. We always stay in the city and... No, no, no. Sheraton brunch and... No, no, no. We, Mum and Dad and, and my sister and her husband do it. Yeah. This will be the first year we've done it. We normally just go and use the pool and do all that kind of stuff, but yeah. So anyway, so that's what we're doing. Never, never even thought that that was a thing. I've learnt, I've learnt something today in the podcast, and it's not just the lineup for next year's team. It's <laughs> lots, of, lots of stuff. You didn't even put Darcy Lusick in your team. That's surprising. I don't think you put Tapau in there, did you? Yeah, I had Tapau starting. I like him coming off the bench. Oh, so do I. Look, honestly, I like it's my Christmas song, and I just was like that. That's who I had in all the positions. Without wanting to get too creative. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's it. That's where they play. Yes. And that's why when I said, like, when you're like, who's going to be like your second back row? I was like, yeah, whoever they can afford. Because that's what it says in my notes. (laughs) All right. Let's let's sign off. Thanks, Zoris. Have a good Christmas. Thanks, Ben. Thanks to uh, the Magnificent Seven for listening. Yeah, to, to two hours of stuff that had just a little bit of rugby league in there. Um, and I guess we'll kick off early next year. When does it get? When does the season start? March, yes, right? Like early March. And then we've got. I think they've got um, nines. We've got nines, don't we? Auckland nines. I ignore that. Feb, I think it is. Yeah, I. I yeah. I, doesn't mean anything. No. Parramatta won it last year or something. Did they? Yeah. Uh, like it doesn't. Was, yeah. Well, yeah. Well. Uh, Raiders or something just like yeah some other shit team yeah alright well uh, that's it signing out ho 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 Merry Christmas time to record some uh, Christmas songs you in number one jersey my true team gave to me the Prince Baron Duke of Brookvale in the number two jersey my true team gave to me a Travoyevich weighing under 100 kilos and a... I don't understand. It's a weird fucking timing. In the number three jersey my true team gave to me a line that lost penalties at Travoyevich weighing under 100 kilos. The Prince... Bar- and the Prince Baron will fail. In the number four jersey my true team gave to me a corn road glass shot at the hip and a line that slots penalties and a Travoyevich weighing 100 kilos and the Prince Baron Duke of Brookvale. In the number five jersey my true tan give to me Jorge. <laughs> a corn road glass shot at the hip and a line that slots penalties and a Travoyevich weighing under 100 kilos and the Prince Baron Duke of Brookvale. In the number six jersey my true team gave to me A rabbit filling big boots Oh, hey. 
cordwood glasses, old hitman, a line that slots penalties, a travoy, bitch weighing up and kilos, and the Prince Baron Duke of Seven jersey, my true ten gave to me a ten million dollar neck, a rabbit, two <laughs> big boots, big boots. Oh, hey, a cornrow glass roller hitman, a lime that slots penalties, a Travoy bitch weighing 100 kilos, and the Prince Baron Duke of Brookvale in the number eight jersey, my true tame gave to me. A raging pig of a prop, a ten million dollar neck, a rabbit filling big boots. Corn road glass on the hitman, a lion that slots penalties, and a voyage weighing hundred kilos. And a little brook bales in the number eight, nine, my true ticket to me. Anyone but that fucking cocker spaniel, a raging pig of a prop, a ten million dollar neck, a rabbit filling big boots, oh, hey. a corn road glass shoulder hitman, a lion that slots penalties, a travoy bitch weighing under 100 kilos, and the Prince Baron Duke of Brookvale. In the number 10 jersey, my true ticket to me. Titan with the league's biggest head, anyone but that fucking cocker spaniel, a raging pig of a prop, a ten million dollar neck, a rabbit filling big boots. Oh, hey. A corduroy glass roller hitman, a lion that slots penalties, a Javoyevich weighing under 100 kilos, and the Prince Baron Duke of Brookvale. In the number 11 jersey my true team gave to me Whoever isn't sold to pay for dirt, Dylan Walker A titan with the league's biggest head Anyone but that fucking cocker spaniel A raging pig of a prop A 10 million dollar neck A rabbit filling big boots Oh, hey A corduroy glass shoulder hitman A line that slots penalties A Dravoyevich weighing under 100 kilos And a Prince Baron Duke of Brook